Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Shoftim Shlishi, the third Aliyah in Pasha Shoftim. The topic of Aliyah is the Kohen as a leader, the priest. Aliyah is very short, it's only five psukim long, running from Perik Yudches, Pasuk Aleph to He. Basic summary of the Aliyah is the Kohanim will not have their own place in the land, Moshe tells the nation of Israel. They will serve Korbanus to Hashem, and that will be their inheritance. So we hear about the laws of the Kohanim, they will get the Zroah Lechayayim V'Kebah, which means that in certain sacrifices they will receive part of the sacrifice as their own property. That would include the um, flank, that's the arm, and the jaw and the t- stomach would belong to the Kohanim um, in certain Korbanus. They also receive the first crops, they would receive the truma, the reshisagez, the first the shearings of their sheep, and this is because they are serving in front of Hashem. So a few basic points, why is this section here right now? So the Rav, Her- Rav Hirsch points out that up till now the Kohanim have lived in the desert or in a very small camp just around the Mishkan. But as they're about to enter into the land of Israel, which is a topic of a lot of Sefer Devarim, they're now about to live among many different places. They're going to have cities. There's going to be 13 different cities of the R.A. Levium are going to be cities of the Kohanim. They're going to live in far-flung places and they're going to be part of society, be it they don't have their own land. And they're going to go up to Jerusalem at certain calling times, at the times when their mishmar, their family, is called to the to the best Midrash. So we need to set up the laws of how they're going to subsist, and this is what this Aliyah is talking about. It's also fascinating, um, just as an aside, that we've now seen two different roles of government, or two different arms of government. We've seen the Sanhedrin, those are the judges, and then we've seen the king, that's Aliyah 1 and 2. Aliyah number 3 is a different role, which is that of the Kohen. We know that the Kohen was mentioned in the first Aliyah as being one of the people to adjudicate halachic shailas, so they're now we're talking about his role in society as well. So a very basic question, why is it that the three things that they the, that the coin gets from Korbanus are the flank, the jaw, and the stomach, the Zeroel HaChayim and Kaiba? So a few interesting suggestions, Rashi explains, it's a reflection of the actions that Pinchas took against Zimri, which afforded him the kahuna, the priesthood, and it reflects as a certain sense his mission in life as a coin, being prepared to do these things. So the thigh, this, or the arm is, is of the animal is, is representing the arm which Pinchas used to wield the spear against Zimri. The jaw of the animal which uh, the coin receives is to re- represent the tefillah which uh, Pinchas prayed before he went ahead with this action. And the sta- stomach, the keba, is actually the same word where uh, Pinchas stabbed Zimri and Cosby through el kubasa straight through her, her, her innards. So that's therefore in, uh, reflecting the zechus, the merit through which uh, a number of the Kohanim received their kuhuna. Ravesh says in a different direction, it's to reflect the layman's dedication at the process of the Korbanos, his actions, his speech, and his enjoyment. Actions being reflected in the zroya, the arm, the speech as in the keba, as the, the lechayayim, the jaw, and the enjoyment is the stomach consumption. So these are the three things a person starts to sublimating as they go into bringing a korban. It's interesting that the coin is eating it almost as a representative of Akkadish Barucho. Um, the, the, the Rav Sarotskin points out in the Azunayim Torah that these are, that the, the, the Kohanim receive all these blessings, they receive all these dedications, but in order to be able to, under, to appreciate it, they need to be able to have the arms to lift it, the teeth to chew it, and the stomach to digest it, which means this is a representative of not only do they have the salary, but they need to have the wherewithal to have and enjoy that salary. This is a blessing which many of us think about enough, is that sometimes we work so hard, we don't have the ability to enjoy it, we don't have the wherewithal to enjoy it because we're working so hard. Let it be, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, your will that the Kohanim should be able to enjoy the work of their hands or what they deserve.
Another question is, is how much truma do they actually get? So Rashi quotes Chazal that a person who gives one in 60th of their produce is considered stingy. A person who gives one in 40th is considered gracious. And a person who gives one in 50 is an, um, is an average, a benoni, which is a mida benonis, which is essentially 2% of the crop. You know that that's much less than the ma'aser, which is a tithe, which is a tenth. But that makes sense because there are many fewer kohanim than there are levia. What is the ratio like? Is exactly the first of the shearings. Rashi explains that if uh, it's at the shearing time once a year, when a person has more than five sheep, one sixtieth of those shavings go to the coin as a dedication. Finally, last question: the Aliyah is, does the coin have the right to all of these items? Can he go into somebody else's yard and take these? And the answer is no. The Gemara in tells us that the Tovas the rights of dedication belong to the owner, which uh, that means to say each coin, each owner can decide which coin or which family he will be dedicating these assets. The coin do own these, but not the specific assets, only once they're dedicated. What's fascinating about this is that means to say that there's going to be a direct relationship forged between the Israelites and their neighboring Kohanim. So for a Kohen to receive things, they need to have relationships, which in a certain sense makes them out, it makes them have to go out there, makes them have to engage with the community at large, have to be teaching people, have to be re- reaching people. And this also explains that there's a certain moral expectancy of, of the Kohanim, which means to say, in order to receive all of these things, they also need to be creating relationships and living up to certain standards, or otherwise people will naturally find an aversion from being connected to them. And this, this is certain, a certain check and balance in the system of Truma itself. With this, we close the Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful